Welcome to Real Estate Power Talk. This is episode number four, hosted by Blake Hawkins and Jessica Holcomb. And today we're going to be talking about motivation. It's the fourth of our series in mindset, and we're excited to talk about the ways that we get motivated, stay motivated to keep our businesses thriving and moving forward and being more successful. So Blake, why don't you share what motivation means to you? Motivation, man, that's a, I think that's a, that's a popular topic uh, today. It's always been, whether it's sports or whether it's business, motivation to me is the reason why you do what you do, whether it's trying to achieve a goal or, or whatnot, but it's the reason, it's, it's the, the driving force that pushes you uh, to go after what your, what, your, uh, what your desires are. Okay, that sounds good. Motivation to me would be basically wanting something more, wanting to either reach a goal, whether that be you know, a fitness goal or a business goal or a family goal or a personal goal, but it's basically feeling the want mm-hmm. to do what you need to do to reach that goal. Absolutely. 100%. Do you think it's possible to always remain motivated? I don't think it's possible, but I think you can you can there's things you can do that will keep you, you know, in that motivated zone. Uh, but no, I think I think it's, you know, we're human beings, we're going to have our ups and we're going to have our downs, but I do think there there are things you could do to kind of stay on stay focused and stay on track for sure. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I find times that I'm super motivated and focused and I'm just checking down the list and, you know, ready to do anything that I need to do to get the goal that I'm looking at. Right. And then there's other times where there's like the ebb and flow in life, Mm -hmm. you know, where you just sit back and kind of receive and rest and rejuvenate and maybe, you know, kind of clear your mind and and sometimes even change your course so you can decide, well, am I on the course that I still want. You know, sometimes you change your mind and you get halfway to a goal and you're like, you know, do I even really want this anymore? You know? Yeah. Have you found that have to happen to you before? It's happened. It's definitely happened. You know, but I, I don't I don't I don't like to have too many lull periods, you know. Um but yeah, it does happen. But to me life kind of t- naturally takes care of that situation. You know, if you're if you're going after a goal and you and you consciously think that's the goal that you need to go after. But deep down, you know, something's a little off. I feel like life will kind of throw you some signals and some hints that will allow you to be able to, to transition in, into the right direction, you know. And that's so that has happened to me many times, but I haven't really consciously have made that decision because once I once I lock in on a target, I like to, I'd like to do my the best I can to remain focused on that. Yeah. Do you find that distractions can take you off course from remaining motivated? I used to I used to think that I used to think that distractions I used to put a lot of blame on out, outer circumstances you know oh it's distractions or people are you know uh, you know uh, distracting me or things are distracting Six me stuff Six st- yeah exactly <laughs> those things yeah so but I realize now that that's not the case so there's nothing ever externally that has the ability to distract me unless I give it and I allow it to do that so. At the end of the day, it's always it always come it always comes down to me, and for me to um, to for me to remain focused. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's my it's my responsibility. 
I mean, I feel like whenever you get distracted, you know, and you're feeling like, oh, I want to reach my goal. I want to make my calls. I want to reach, sell something, mm-hmm. right? I want to help my clients. I want to get where I want to be. Um, you know, sometimes you kind of have to step away yeah, to re-motivate yourself, you know? Yes. I've had times where you just kind of get so overwhelmed with so many things to do that it, you freeze. And yeah. you're like, oh, what do I do next? I don't even know what is more important, you know? Right. But at the end of the day, you know, to me, like I always kind of make a list of all of my to-dos. And, okay, so I have these clients that need this. And I'm negotiating an offer for that. And mm-hmm. my team needs that. And my team needs this. And then, you know, I'm I'm doing other things that I want to grow and expand in other ways. You know, a lot of you might know that we launched a design company last year. So there's a lot to do with that. Right. You know, and and it's another passion of mine that we're focusing on. But to manage all of it um, can be, you know, a little bit overwhelming, you know. And so there's always a little growing period and learning period, I think, especially like for those of you that maybe are in in another industry and you wanted to get into real estate Mm -hmm. on the side, especially in the investing side, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Um, And so how do you manage that? How do you juggle all that? Well, I think I think it goes back to your goals, you know. I mean, it's you know, I, I just I feel like you got to look at the big picture at all times. But how do you, you know, do you make a checklist? Do you have a to do list planner? As far as staying organized, yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know, for me lately, it's it's creating you know my schedule. As far as the, you use whiteboards a lot, I, I have whiteboards so. I have two whiteboards that I track at all times. One's outflow, one's inflow. So outflow is going to be my my activity. It's going to be my activity. So it's going to be all the things that that I need to do: uh, social media messages, post, um, door knocking, you know, uh, you know, proposals, whatever it is. Like all the outbound activity that I need to do to generate results, I track all of it. And every day, you know, I need to increase those those numbers. And so having that whiteboard staring at me every day, it really motivates me and keeps me focused because it's it's just there's something about it having it in front of you. And then obviously the other whiteboard is going to be my inflow, which is, you know, your income. So I track both. You know. So what do you what type of things do you put on your whiteboard? Um, that I put like well, examples. So, for example, looking at this. Uh, out, out, outbound activity. We have social media posts, social media videos. We have outbound calls, podcast episodes, blogs, articles, door knocking. And then I put uh, another section of uh, services or products created. So that, that makes it where I need to constantly be focused on creating new content. Okay. You know, so yeah, that's, that's what's on my, my outbound activity flow. So every day you stare at your whiteboard and you're like, ooh, I need to get those numbers up. Absolutely. Every day they have to increase because of it, because here's the thing. it's I like to keep things simple. I don't like to be worrying and thinking. and So if I can control my outbound activity, that's like a knob. So it, it's like me turning the knob up. If I turn the knob up, Results become they become they, they they the results increase right it's 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 what you put out it's what you get back. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's awesome. I have a whiteboard, but I put more of like long-term goals on it. You know, I don't have like a daily whiteboard, but that's a great idea. I think my daily is more in my planner. Like I have a planner that labels, you know, the days and then it has like to do and top priorities. And it's basically um, got everything that you would need to organize your day by the hour, you know. And so every day, every week, every month, I write down my goals and then I separate them out to what do I need to do today? Like, what's the priority for today? You know, and then I have to even kind of have separate sections where I'm like focusing on real estate and then I'm focusing on the design business, you know, and then I'm focusing on personal and I'm focusing on um, basically spiritual, you know, all all of the things that round out your day, you know, you want to block time for it. Sure. So again, it goes back to time blocking and time management, Mm -hmm. you know, the more you manage your time, the more you can get done. Right. You know, and a lot of times I think, Sometimes even I've been guilty of this where you you see all of these to-dos that you have to do and then you get overwhelmed, you freeze and you don't do anything. But really, if you just start knocking out the list, you can do a lot more than you think you can. Right. Well, and and then and, and you got to folk you got to think about okay, what's really important? You know, so for me, I used to do a lot of stuff. You know, I would do a lot. I mean, I would have a, a full day of just task that that really didn't do anything. Like what? Taking the mail to the the post office, you know, just 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 you know, um, you know, uh, returning an email or just stuff that just doesn't matter. So, right? what would you say are the most important tasks for you? Revenue generating activity, which would be talking to clients, knocking on doors, <laughs> making phone calls, sending messages, talking to people, getting in front of people, sending proposals. You know, I'm at a point now. Dropping off contracts. Yes, dropping off contracts. Which, by the way, what happened to the Got Those contracts that you re- dropped off. Got a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Got a deal Somebody from it. Somebody signed it? I, they signed it. I just dropped it off. I said, here, here you go. <laughs> dropped it off like a like a pizza. <laughs> Delivered a pizza to Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's a great success story. You finally got fed up. You've been following up, yeah. following up, following up. You just went ahead and dropped off some signed contracts and somebody signed it. And someone signed it. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. You, I mean, there's all, look, you know, I think at you the end. You have to think outside of the box. You got to think outside the box. And I think at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you just got to just keep it simple, man. Yeah. You know, I need to talk to a client. I need to make a proposal. Client needs a signed proposal. That's it. Yeah. Just do it. So what would you say actually motivates you? Results. Results motivate me. Increase motivates me. But let's say that you don't have results yet. Mm-hmm. How do you get yourself motivated to get those results? Having targets. So targets help me stay motivated, whether it's a daily target, a weekly target, or a monthly target. So my outbound activity is just targets. You know, so every day, if I can change, if I can change that whiteboard and I can increase those numbers, it makes me feel better. And I feel, I feel motivated, even if it, you know, obviously it takes some time to get those, those results. Sometimes, not all the time, sometimes it can be fast. I don't want, I'm at a point now, I don't want to put any limits. Yeah. No limits. Things can happen. You can drop off a contract and you can make money. You can do that. You got to believe, but you got to just take the action. So I don't believe, I I don't believe in it has to take forever, but you have to do the right activities 
to make it go fast. Mm-hmm. You know, so they had. I mean, you just gotta you gotta focus on what's important, man. What's important? That's yeah. how you stay motivated. What What about you? Um, I would say what really motivates me is is wanting more for my life, for myself, for my family, for my friends. You know, and the first time that I would say that I kind of felt that wanting more was when I was um, living in Wisconsin mm. uh, with my family. I was about 10 years old. Dairy lands. Yeah. <laughs> in a dairy farm. Dairy farm. And I remember just sitting there thinking, you know, this place is not for me. There's more out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And then again, I remember thinking about you know, being motivated when I was 14, you know, and I'm wanting makeup and clothes and, and shoes right. and magazines. And my dad, you know, my family had just moved to Texas and, you know, they didn't have a lot of money at the time. And so they, my dad told me, you know, that's the beautiful thing about living in America is you can work as hard as you want and make as much money as you want and you can go buy whatever you want. So I took his advice. I turned 16 and I went and got a job and yeah. I got what I wanted. Yeah. And I realized really fast that if you work, you can get what you want. Absolutely. No matter what it is, you know, it's simple. It's so easy. Hashtag capitalism. <laughs> and so I worked ever since I turned 16. I've awesome. always worked. And, you know, finding work that brings you joy and making money, I think is the key to life, right? Because if you can be happy in your work where it doesn't feel like you're working, and then you can provide for your family, provide for yourself, provide for generations, you know, give back to the community. I mean, right. This is that's what life's about. Yeah, to me, your work is the engine of your life, you know. That's that's the that's the center point of everything. So, yeah, it's highly it's very important. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, that motivates me to know that we have the freedom to start any business we want and create something and help others while we're doing it. Right. You know, it's just really cool. So would you say it's important to stay motivated on a regular basis? I think it's important. I I don't think it's necessarily possible. Because you're going to have your moments, right? But yeah, it's, it's highly important. You have to stay motivated. Because to me, motivation and focus, they go hand in hand. Um, if I'm not focused, it's because I'm not motivated. Yeah. And I would say that um, staying motivated on a regular basis, I, I, I would say it is important on a regular basis. But you also have to plan for downtime, right? Like rest days. Right. You know, like you have to plan for rejuvenation and know that there is a time where, you know, you're go, 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 going. (laughs) And then you need to kind of sit back and and relax and let things come a little bit so that you can realize like, okay, where do I need to really focus my attention on? You know, what part of my business needs me the most, you know? Yeah. And I think, I don't know, for me, I just, life has always naturally forced me to do that. So I don't, I don't like to consciously think about that too much. But I, I do agree with you. Like, you know, you got to have your moments where you kind of sit and you and you review things and, and, you know, what's working, what's not working for sure. Mm-hmm. So I would say that staying motivated on a regular basis means that you have to kind of set 
systems for yourself and habits right. to keep yourself motivated, you know, and a lot of times people make vision boards, you know, to do that, mm-hmm. including myself. Yeah. And I mean, what's cool about you is that you have your vision board for your main goal, your big goals, you know, but then you have your vision boards right in front of you of your daily activities, right? which is keeping you motivated. Yes. You know, and so that's kind of a, a cool idea. I've wanted to do that, but I haven't done that yet. It's been it's been a big change for me. It's it's allowed a big shift for me because it, it's it allows me for those days that I don't want to do something. Um, once I kind of like I see that board and I and I, I can okay, well I want to increase those numbers. Um, it makes you motivated to do the activity that generates the results. So a lot of times, you know, we want results, but we don't want to do the action or the activity. Mm-hmm. So this board has helped me um, not just be motivated to get to the goals, but motivated to do the right things to get the right act, the right results. Yeah. And so I think that's there's a lot of power in that. And so for me, it's it's just like a little game I play with myself, and it's like okay, you know, right now my my outbound calls are at seventeen hundred calls for the past you know week week and a half. Um, I want to get that up to two thousand. So you know? how many calls per day is that then? Uh, right now I'm doing two fifty three hundred calls a day. What? With an auto dialer? No. No auto dialer? I dial it myself. Wow. But that is, that's going to be uh, an investment soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for those of you that don't know what an auto dialer is, there are these systems where you can basically go and take a list of people that you have of contacts, put it into the auto dialer system, and it will automatically dial everyone for you. Right. I don't mean to cut you off, but this is, here's the thing. You know, there's a term in sales, it's called power hour, Mm -hmm. you know, and power hour is supposed to be like this big thing, right? Oh, it's power hour. Let me sit down for one hour. Man, dude, you need to be having four power hours a day, you know? Yeah. So, so for me, um, I've been, that's what I've done. I, I take one hour increments and I have three to four power hours a day. Okay. So you take breaks between them? Absolutely. I'm, I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy that's like, okay, we're going to work from three to seven. No, I'm the guy that says, okay, we need to do a hundred calls. Mm-hmm. I'm a, uh, that's how I, that's how I work and so tick. So once you get done with a hundred calls, then you take a break. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking like a four hour break, but I'm talking, yeah, there's, it's a 15 minute little chill session. Okay. You know, and then, and then we're, and then, and then I have another power hour. Yeah, I would say that definitely in real estate, there is power hours, you know, where, you know, we like to, we're trained to make our calls in the morning between eight and 10 or nine and 11 and, you know, really focus that time, even put a do not disturb sign on your door, you know, and do all of your follow-ups and, you know, kind of stay in the front of the people that you're helping, you know, with their real estate needs, you know, but a lot of times what will happen is agents will put that to the back burner, even though that's the number one, you know, productive activity that they could be doing. Yes. So why would, why would you want to put that on the back burner? You know, and I think it's because a lot of, a lot of times, you know, you get a lot of rejection, like, oh, I'm not ready yet. 
or no, I already found a house or, oh, there's a lot of no's, you yeah, know, there but is. it just lot. means no, not right now. And the perfect example is I had a client that, um, I had sent a message to in our database asking if they were ready to make a move in 2019 mm-hmm. or 2018. It was last year. And he replied and said, no, thank you. You know, I'm fine. I love my house. Everything's fine, you know. And then two weeks later, an automated message went out, a text message. And he replied to it and said, I do need you to come over and um, list my house. I just got laid off. Mm. So he had said, no, don't follow up with me at all. But life happens. Life happens. Change happens. That's right. And he literally, two weeks later, needed to sell his home. And because I stayed in front of him anyways, I was the person that he called. Right. You know? And so, you know, we have our leads in buckets, you know, and we have the hot ones. And then we have the nurturers and the watches. And, you know, trying to get um, my team to understand that, you know, following up with people once a month, even if they're not in looking for a home or right now or anything doesn't mean that you have to bother them and you're not bothering them. You're just saying hi, you know, and asking for a referral. Mm -hmm. Who do you know that wants to buy or sell real estate? If they were to just do that, I think they would be so surprised at how many more sales they would have, you know, like it would just be through the roof, you know, and they would be killing it. And, but how can, how can you get, how can you be motivated to, do that when you're getting so many no's? I think it's, well, there's a few things. In the beginning, it's going to be hard or challenging. It's, it's going to be challenging. And I, and, I've, and I went through this just recently. Whenever you start something uh, in the beginning, there's going to be a, a, a lull period where it's going to kind of drag. There's not going to be a lot of momentum. I think there's a few different things. Number one, you got to wrap your mind around the, the idea that calling people or knocking on doors or whatever it is, whatever you're doing prospecting wise, it does work. Whether, um, but, but, but what really gives it the, the results that you're looking for is the frequency of activity. So for me, it's just, you have to wrap your mind around that. You're going to have people that tell you no, and yeah, you can look at it like, oh, it's it's not not right now. I mean, or it could just be a no. It might just be a no. Sometimes it's just a no. But life changes. But though. life does change exactly. You never know. And so my thing is, you gotta detach. You can't. You gotta just run through the numbers, you know. And and if you get so hung up on one person or or two things or, oh my God, that guy said no. Who cares? You know, it's that's why for me, I'm a numbers guy. I need to know that okay, this power hour. I need to make 80 calls. And because that's usually about my my frequency for an hour, 80 to 90 calls, um, depending on how the calls go. Now, if I get a hold of a seller and we talk for 10 minutes, then those calls are going to be less. So I need to know where, you know, where my numbers are and, and, and what I'm uh, what I'm striving for. And that that's going to protect you from. Um, from getting that that uh, that idea of rejection, you know, there one thing I learned from uh, Cardone University is there is no such thing as sales rejection. Okay, it's just your pipeline's not big enough. Mm-hmm. Period. That's all there is. That that's that's 
when your pipeline is not full, and obviously that just takes time, you're going to feel rejection, but it's not really rejection. If you're feeling it, your pipeline is too small. That's that's really the, that's the solution. So how do you amp up your pipeline then? You do more. Do more. You do more. You find what. You, look, you, here's the thing in business: you well, e- you well, either you either buy the deals or the business, or you earn the deals or the business. So you just got to choose one. I'm in a place in my life. I don't have the ability to buy business. I can't buy it. I don't have you know eighty grand a month to go buy business. So, so what do you do on a budget? To get business. sweat equity, what? So the question is, what can I do that will generate business that I have control of that's not going to cost me a whole lot of money out of my pocket? So for me, door knocking, phone calls, social media. Who do you call? So for for the wholesaling, I call. I usually call list. So pre foreclosures, probates. I'm going to call absentee owners who have high equity. I'm going to call, I'm going to also drive for dollars. So driving for dollars when you get in your car and you drive around neighborhoods and you look for distressed properties and you're going to call on those homeowners and you're going to it's going to sound like hey is this Mr. homeowner? Oh hey great. Hey listen Mr. homeowner, my name is Blake. I'm a real estate investor over here in your area. I was just calling to see if you'd be interested in selling ABC Street. I pay cash for properties. That's it. Simple. It's simple. I'm at, you, you'll get to the point where it's literally you can be eating a bowl of spaghetti and do it. Like you, it's <laughs> you just you 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 can go into robot mode. But so that was a great script that you just dropped there. Simple script, right? So whenever you you say your pitch, you want you want to you want to make it clear who you are. What you do and why you're calling them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Whenever I have my team make their follow up calls, they need to clearly say, you know, hey, I'm with White Glove Realty. I, my name is Jessica, and I saw that you were searching on our site, and I'd like to help you find something. What can I help you with today? Absolutely. How long have you been looking? Perfect. You yeah, know exactly. When do you need to move? Why are you moving? Right. You know. Finding out their motivation, I think, is really key, too, because with motivation, like if you have a client that really isn't motivated, then you can't really waste your time on them. No, you can't. I mean, you you can't. And I've tried to do that. I've tried to force motivation on people. And now that will make you it'll give you a headache. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. You can never, ever, ever try to force a seller to list their home when they're not motivated to sell because you can do all this work marketing their property, listing their property, taking photos of their property. And then when you bring them a sale, they're like, nope, I don't want to sell it. Right. You know, and so definitely for sellers, you kind of want to hang back and not be trying to push them to sell unless they're really motivated. And, And so for me, yeah, once, once someone, if someone tells me, no, they're not interested, that's it. I, I don't sit there and, well, why aren't you interested? Like, I just move on. Now, will I call them again? Yeah, I'll call them. But <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and dwell on it. Now, the people that, that do show interest and they have motivation. Now, here's the thing. If they have, in, in what I do on the investing side, if they have motivation, that means there, there's, well, I guess with anything, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. A problem they want to solve. Which is their motivation. Which is their motivation. 
So if if they show interest, then okay, then I can. It's my opportunity to provide value to this seller, and the value that I'm providing for them is speed of transaction and certainty that we can do this. Mm-hmm. So I, that's what I'm providing these people, you know. So on the on the wholesaling side of of, of real estate, as a wholesaler, you're providing. Uh, really what the value that you're bringing to the seller is speed of transaction, certainty. You're giving them, they, 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 they need to feel confident in you that, that um, they can get the money that they're, you know, uh, in, in a short needing. amount of time. That they're needing, absolutely. Yeah, usually they're distressed. They're, yep. They need money. Yep. They don't need the property. That's it. And then you take it off of their hands. That's it. Yeah. Speed and certainty. Yeah. And I would say, you know, finding a motivated buyer is about finding what their needs are, you know, what, you know, do they have a job transfer? Do they have a baby on the way? Right. Did somebody pass away and they're downsizing? Yes. Do they need to get rid of a property because somebody passed away? Right. Because sometimes you can have probate issues or probate properties, but they're not distressed. Exactly. They have time. Right. So, of course, we could sell those retail, too. Yes. With with time and get them the most that we can for mm-hmm. the for you know the property. But um, I think focusing on motivation also includes focusing on the motivation of your clients and just being aware of it. You know, what are they what are they really needing? You know, because when you focus on their why, then you're going to be able to see, okay, who should I be spending the most time on? You know, and if somebody's telling you, I need to move within the next 30 days, guess who's your best friend that you're texting and calling and emailing every single day, several times a day. Yep. Because if you don't, guess what? They're not going to use you. Exactly. Because people in this day and age want everything right now. Right. With days of Amazon, you can click on it and it's at your front door the next day. Right. You don't even have to go drive to the store anymore. Well, you I know? think, yeah. Like, if they want to yeah. sell a house, they want to be able to just sell it right now. Yes, you know? I agree. And they also want to be able to buy it right now. Yes, and it's true. And I think, you know, obviously in real estate, the, the, sales, the sales cycle can be, um, you know, a, a little bit longer than some other industries. And so because of that, I think, you know, the, if you're dealing with a seller or a buyer, the really the only thing you do is you just got to stay stick around with them. Stay on top of mind. Yeah, and like you need to follow up. You need to talk to them if they have a question. You got to answer. You got to stick around. You can't just contract something and run off. And well, then, why don't you share that story we were talking about earlier about the lady that or the guy that that went with somebody else because he couldn't remember your name? Yeah. So this was a guy. That um, it was a probate, it was off a, a probate list, and this was recent. Lesson learned from myself. Um, called the guy, you know, early January, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm interested in selling." It's you know, he, he was explaining the situation with you know, family member passed away, and he was like, "Blake, I want you to email me all your information that way I have it." And normally. I would, I would email him, but I would also text him, and I didn't text him. I did not text him my information. So um, anyways, I kept following up with him week by week by week, and um, 
anyways, we, we, we spoke and he was like, Hey, call me and, uh, I'll be ready in about two, three weeks. Okay, great. So I, 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 I called him in a week and a half and, um, he was like, Oh man, you know, I went with this other guy and I was like, wait a minute, wait. And, and so for me, you know, I, I've, I've already built decent rapport with the seller and, uh, so that we already had a little bit of rapport. So I just asked him, I was like, hey, you know, why did you go with him? Why did you not go with me? And he was like, Blake, just to be flat out honest with you, I couldn't find the email you sent me and I forgot your name. Wow. So that was a big learning lesson for me. So now what are you going to do? Well, I, so I, I, I've been following up with him to make sure that they actually close. Right. So I texted him today. Hey, you know. So and so, I'm just following up with you. You know, just seeing, hey, how's everything going with this deal? Are you, when, when you set the close, if you can't, cl- you know, if you go past the closing date with this buyer, um, I'll pay. I'll pay at least a thousand more. You know, I mean, shoot, it's more than what he's giving you, right? And, and I'll and I'll get the deal done. And he was like, Blake, um, I tell you what, I'm going to read the text. Okay. Let me read the text here. Yeah. What did he say? So, I mean, that goes to show you that you should always text every single person you're calling too, right? Yes, you got to text them text, your full information. I, I think maybe you even your call, text, business email. card. Call, text, email. Yeah. Call, text, email. Uh, let's see here. What did he say? All right. So this was this was actually today. You know, I said, "Hey, Mister Seller, just checking in with you. Did you close yet?" And he was he texted me back saying, Oh, there was some issues with the survey or whatnot. And I said, Okay, well, whenever you when's your closing deadline, I can close on it. If it goes past the deadline, I'll beat the offer. He was like, It was set for or on before March 15th. I'll give you one thing, Blake. You are persistent. My buyer is doing everything he can to get the, this closed by Monday. If he needs to schedule a survey, he'll take care of it. He has been great to work with so far and he hasn't pulled any tricks. It is great to have you as an alternate if this event goes sideways. If it does, I will definitely call you. By the way, I gave your name as a reference to my brother who was trying to help a lady who recently lost her husband and wants to sell the property. I'm sure she'll be contacting you soon if she hasn't already. Wow. Now that's amazing. So even though you didn't get that deal, you got a referral. Right. And and, And so the moral story of that is me following up and being persistent, even though I screwed up by not making sure my name stuck with him, he has trust, mm-hmm. you know, in me because I'm there. You were persistent. Persistent, and so persistent, persistence pro- it, it shows uh, credibility and confidence in what you do, mm-hmm. and that you're a professional, and that you're not just gonna like be on and off. Mm-hmm. And and one day you're here, and next day you're not, and you take a week off for vacation or. Or you, uh, you're off Friday through Sunday, you know. Uh-huh. So this is this is an everyday thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in real estate, it's twenty four seven. It is, you know. And when people are ready to buy and ready to sell, you need to be ready. Yes. You need to be in front of them, you know. So how do you stay motivated on a regular basis, or share an example of, you know, being motivated on a regular basis? even on the weekends or even on holidays? Well, I think it's a lifestyle thing. It's a habit thing. So for me, you know, doing this 57-day fitness mission, you know, with with day 14. Yeah. 
Well, so actually, t- I'm, a, I'm a day behind you. So we just finished day 13. Okay. And it's been, it's been a commitment, yeah. you know, but it's been really good. Um, I'm, you know, it definitely helps you to plan out your day for sure. It does. So um, two weeks in, and these past two weeks have been so good for me because there's something about having commitment. Commitment breeds motivation, motivation yeah. you know, and it breeds more commitment. Right. So for me, being committed to this mission, this 57-day, you know, challenge, it's allowed all the other areas of my life to become more sharp. And it's allowed me to um, just just be more clear and, and more focused on, on the task at hand. So for me, you know, look, I had a little bit of a one of my one of my vices, you know, that I, I've, I've I've struggled with is I like to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you like to get your beauty rest, man. <laughs> I like to sleep. <laughs> Feels good, you know. So for me. Um, you know, I've, I've been meeting with a buddy of mine, um, you know, shout out to Justin Gamble, Antler Technologies in, over here in League City, Texas. So we had this thing where, hey, listen, he likes to sleep too. Let's have an accountability to where we start waking up, you know, earlier, you know, 6, 6.30 in the morning every single day. That way there's an accountability factor to that, right? So right now I'm at 7 a.m., okay? I'm committed to 7 a.m., and then I'm going to build up to 6 a.m. Oh, you know? wow. Yeah, this is, a, this is a big deal, right, for me, <laughs> right? So, um, you know, it's a big deal. So now here's the thing. Oh, man, it's, you know, 6 a.m., but hey, guess what? I'm working till 10. Dude, I'm up from I'm up from 7, you know, and I'm working. Dude, so, you know, it, it's, you know, but, but me waking up at 7 is allowing me to get all my stuff in the day. It's allowing me to knock out 200, 300 calls by noon. When before, you know, two or three hundred calls was by four o'clock, and then oh, the day's almost over. Right. So it's been a big transition. When do you have time to door knock, and when do exactly? You have, so you don't you run out of time. You run out of time. Yeah. So it's been a big, big transition. So fifty-seven day fitness mission has been awesome. Uh, it, it's a type of program that allows you to get your whole life together. It's not just fitness. It kind of is. It affects your mind too. It does. Completely. Yeah, your mindset changes because you're being more proactive with your time. You're being proactive with your health, and then you're being proactive with your business. Yes. It just naturally follows. It does, 100%. You know? And then you're being proactive with your personal life, too. Yes. Everything is on purpose. It's on purpose. It's intentional. Intention. Which is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I would say that, you know, times where I've, like a story where I've stayed motivated on a regular basis has to be, you know, um, just weekly. I have my team meeting, you know, and so I'm always coming up with content to share with my team. And I think that alone, making that commitment to be the leader and host a meeting for training on Mondays has helped me to um, stay motivated because when you're searching out as a leader for content, you naturally come across other content that helps to motivate me and inspire yes. me. So it's almost like I'm always motivating and inspiring myself, you know, and looking for ways to, for that to happen so that I can share it with my team, you All know. Right. And so I set a time every Friday to work on my meeting, you know. So all through the weekend, 
I'm kind of also looking for additional content to add in, you know. Um, I don't always finish it on Friday, you know. Sometimes I'm doing it Sunday night, you know, right before the meeting. But um, I find that, you know, it does motivate me. And, and then sharing it with the team almost ingrains it into myself. Yes. And I'm like, okay, you know what? That's what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to focus on, you know, time blocking. Or I'm right. going to focus on scripts, you know. I'm going to focus on uh, presentations. So, like... This past week, we talked about presentations and mastering your presentation. And we were listening to Mike Ferry, and he was talking about PPC or something like that. And he was saying, you know, he he talks in front of groups of people, and he asks everyone, you know, which is more important? Is it prospecting? Is it presentation? Or is it closing? Mm-hmm. You know? And he said that... of people or something like a large percentage of people raise their hand and say that prospecting is the most important because if you don't have clients, then you don't have anyone to close or present to. Right. You know, and then then the next group um, of like 11% or something raise their hand on closing. Okay. They think it's more important to be able to close clients. You know, and then like 3% raise their hand and say that uh, presentation is the most important. But in the end, he said um, that presenting is the most important. If you don't know how to communicate, if you don't know how to talk to people, then you're not going to be able to close any of the prospects that you found. Right. (laughs) And so he said it all leads back to presenting. If you know how to present and talk to people, you're naturally going to be able to close people. And if you know how to talk to and communicate to people, you're naturally going to be prospecting. Yes. So actually the most important thing you need to have down is your presentation, which is pretty interesting. And so I shared that with my team this past week and they were like, wow, yeah, we do need to, you know, focus on our presentation, you know? And I had, I asked everyone in the room, you know, who has their presentation down a hundred percent? Of course, nobody rose their hand because they didn't want to present to the team, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. But, um, they all agree, like, you know, we should be focusing on our presentation, you know? And so anyhow, what would you say is more important or do you focus more on is do you self-motivate or find yourself self-motivating or do you depend on external influences to motivate you so for me i think it's a combination of both i mean you know um yeah your your values and your purpose and Internally, as far as what you want to achieve, that's an internal thing that sets the direction that sets the, uh, you know, trajectory. Tra- tra- I can't even say the word. The tra- trajectory. That's it. That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> it sets that. Right. Yeah. That's the word. Um, so but then you get, you know, you got to have carrots, man, dangled in front of you. I mean, come on. Who wants to just work off a of pure internal reflection all day? Like you got to you got to have something you're going for. So. Um, I think it's both. You got to be internally driven, but you do need external um, targets. So, 
Otherwise, you're going to be working, you know, uh, with the cup half full. You know, you can't just be all internal. I'm just only internally. Nothing externally motivates me um, because then you'll you'll just won't do nothing. So um, you need both, you know. So for me, you know, I have my bigger goals and my vision, which is my it's it's internal for me because it's not anybody else's. It's mine. But I need external targets to bring that out. So I use little bitty, you know, different, you know, scaled external targets, whether it's activity, whether it's short term goals uh, to so that way it can move me forward into um, fulfilling my vision and fulfilling my, uh, you know, my internal wants and desires. Okay. I would say that I self-motivate a lot by reviewing my goals regularly and I use the app Evernote. And so I write down my goals in there. And I just review them and look at, you know, well, let's say that I have a goal of paying off some debt. I'll like review my debt and and then pay th- something off and check it off. And it just makes me feel really mm-hmm. good, you know. Yeah. Or whenever I was remodeling my house last year, I had a huge list of repairs and updates that I wanted to do, you know, so I wrote everything down, the price of everything, and then a little checkbox next to it. And as soon as I would finish it, I would check it off. So, you know, even though I'm a high D on the DISC personality score, scoring test, um, I do enjoy checking off lists, you know, which is normally a C person. Yeah. But um, I think... But the accomplishment. I, I think I trained myself... To do that, you know, because normally I'm just straight into the point and let's just do it and we'll figure out the rest later right, and we right. don't make a list, yeah. you know. But over the years, I think I've realized like, you know, you've got to make a list so that you can get things done. And as as I've done that, it, I've grown to really enjoy that, you know. So it does motivate me when I look at my list and see, oh, I checked off all of these things. Now I can check off these next things. You know, I can focus on the next few steps, you know, and then I do rely on external ways to motivate me, you know, such as podcasts. I I do love listening to other podcasts. Um, I feel like they, they have a lot of really great, information that you wouldn't normally get in other places from a book or there's just very personal experiences that people are sharing that you can benefit from. Yeah. You know, I agree. And then I also listen to YouTube, Ted talks, um, you know, training, any type of training events, um, I think are very motivating to me. Like when we went to growth con, yes, Um, That was very motivating to see all of those entrepreneurs there um, sharing how they built a business from nothing to a multi-million dollar business. Right. You know, so that that can be really inspiring to hear stories from other successful people and and going to a room where everyone else in that room, even though they're not on the stage, they're at different levels with the same goal. Yeah. And that's what's cool about a conference like that is, you know, that big conference, you know, 30,000 people or, or whatever it was, and you have all these different people on different levels. But like you said, they all have the same goals mm-hmm. or similar, you know, similar goals. So it's a lot of synergy going on. Yeah, it was cool. Very cool. 
So, and then books. Reading books is yeah. really good. Input equals output. Mm-hmm. Keep your cup full. Yeah. And then... It's a principle. It, it's basically just filling your mind and surrounding your environment with things that are positive and inspiring and motivational, you know? And it's really true. You are who you hang out with, you know? Yeah. So if you're, if you're hanging out with someone that's a little bit negative, it's going to bring you down a little bit, sure. you know, and demotivate you. Yeah. I mean, but sometimes you can't help it, man. You know, sometimes <laughs> you got, you're around some negative people. Yeah, but you but need to separate yourself. You, you separate, but, but, you know. You, well, I'm going to share a story. Okay. Don't mean to cut you off. Okay. I'm going to share a story of when I was in training, when I worked for the builder, they had hired some speaker to come in and he was um, talking about the importance of staying positive and motivated, you know, to help your clients. And one of the things that he would, he had us do is repeat the words, I must separate myself from negative people. He had us say it 10 times out loud to our neighbor, you know, and so it kind of really got ingrained in me. Yeah. And so now over the years, I mean, this happened 18 years ago, you know, or something like that. I... I mean, when someone negative is around me, I literally hear that chant in my head. You're like, I got to run. Mm, I must <laughs> separate myself from negative people. Right. And that's exactly what I think to myself. Right. And, you know, of course I'm polite and I'm not like, oh, you are negative. I have to leave. I right. just think, you know, maybe I shouldn't focus all of my time here. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> well, and... Yeah, I agree with that, you know, but you look, the world is the world. So you're going to have to deal with negative people, you know, I mean, I mean, trust me, some of the people you may come across, whether it's I'm dealing with a real estate deal, it's a seller. I mean, people might be negative, you know, Well, I'm not talking about necessarily like clients. I'm talking about your clan, oh, okay. your crowd, your, your tribe, oh, yeah. your friends, right. your acquaintances. I, you agree, know? I agree with that. Like you need to. Surround yourself with people that are going to also motivate and inspire you to be a better version of you. I agree with that 100%. You know, and so I'm, I'm feeling very blessed right now because, you know, I committed to this fitness challenge. My friend committed to the fitness challenge. You are doing it. And so what's going on is we're all kind of on the same track, you know, and, um, now we decided we wanted to do a cleanse. Yes. And so since we're all on the same page, it makes it easier for us to stay focused and motivated to keep going. Yeah. You know, like think like, you know, what's the saying? Like attracts like. Mm-hmm. So if you have certain type of habits and things that you're you're doing throughout the week, they start compounding and you start adding those type of activities mm-hmm. that resonate with that. You know, so if you're working out every day, you're you're most likely gonna eat better. If you do a cleanse once a week, then you're most likely going to, you know, you'll drink, feel better. You'll feel better. Drink more water. I mean, there's all kind of different things how that can kind of like grow, you know, just from starting with something like that. Yeah, and then when you're focusing on that, it ties to business too because you're you have more energy. You you feel better. You look better. You feel more confident, like we talked about last week. And then also you have a lot more energy to get through those 300 calls a day that you need to do, you know, and who doesn't want to take care of their health, you know? Yeah. You don't want to be in a space and place where 
you're not feeling good. Right. Because if you're not feeling good, you can't really help anyone. Right. And in and, and all doing all those things, it just reinforces that motivation, you know. So yeah, it's very important. So how do you self motivate? Goes back to write my goals down twice a day, every morning, every evening. Um, looking at my whiteboards, uh, ones my outbound, ones my inbound. Um, those things really, they really do motivate me. You know, I know it's simple, but it, it works for me. Um, and just progress, expansion, and the essence of expansion is just highly motivating for me. I'm more motivated by that than you know making a sale or because a sale represents expansion. Well, share your story about why you moved to the Galleria. Because it, it, it helped me expand my vision. You know, it helped me see, look, w- when you live in that area, um, you know, you'll see Bentleys. You know, you'll, you'll see, and, and it's not just about a Bentley, right? But it's, a, it's, it's you, you, see, you see things you don't normally see every day and you see it so often or it becomes so normal because that's just it gets ingrained in you. Everybody drives it. Everybody, you know, it's just all it's always there. You know, uh, you know, you got the Rose Royce Royce Rose Royce. I can't talk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the RR, right? The, the Phantom. You know, four hundred thousand dollar car. I, you see, I see those weekly, right? Um, but there was a time period where it's like, oh man, you saw one. Like, oh my God, I saw. You know, it's a big deal. A little, and it's, it sounds stupid, but. Little things like that. They, but it's motivating. It's motivating. Because the energy, the success yes. is all around you. Yes. You know? And yes. so, you know, I feel like, you know, and I moved to live on the water and I just, that inspires and motivates me because I I like to come from a more peaceful place right. that's less busy concrete yeah. jungle. But I it love ins- the concrete jungle. It, it inspires me. To love see it. all of these gorgeous yachts on the water, you know. I love and, that too. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, surrounding yourself with success can also motivate you to have it, you know. Got to be in the right. On it. Got to be in the right environment, man. Environment's highly important. That's a whole other topic in itself, but it motivates, right? So they all kind of work symbiotic. Um, but yes, it's highly motivating and circling back to vision boards, I was listening to a podcast one day about this guy that had, he teaches classes on, I think, doing vision boards and setting goals and stuff like that and actually achieving them. And one of the things that he shared is he had put a, he just cut out a picture of a house in a magazine on his vision board. And I think it was like about 15 years later, he had moved, he was unpacking these boxes and he was about to, he was showing, his son was like, what's in this box, you know? And they were a bunch of like his old vision boards. Right. So he pulls one out and he starts looking at it and he couldn't believe it. But the very same picture of the house he just moved into that he was unpacking his boxes was on his vision board and he, That's he awesome. forgot about it. That's awesome. And he didn't even realize it. That's awesome. It had it was the same house. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you know, that's a that's just I mean law of attraction right yeah. there. You know, make your vision board, put what you really want on there. And I think a lot of times people will 
kind of shortchange what they really want because either they're embarrassed that other people will see it, like, oh, you're dreaming too big. Right. You know, or, oh, I shouldn't have that. I can't, I don't deserve that, you know, so why should I put it on my vision board, you know? And so I feel like if you really want to make a true vision board that is going to bring you your success that you want, you need to be true and authentic about what you really want, you know, and sometimes that means sitting back and meditating and uh, maybe just kind of revamping and reviewing your goals about what is it that you really want. Right. And it's not always about the money. I think success is about what brings you joy. Expansion. You know? And so, I mean, sometimes success can be being truly content and happy in the space that you have, you know, with the friends and the family that you have and with the service or the work that you're giving back, you know? Sure. And so... Sometimes you can make goals that aren't yours. There are other people's. Yeah, that, you know, yeah, I can and for sure. You need to really kind of make sure that you're being authentic about what you really want for yourself. Right. You know, you got to audit, audit your life sometimes. Yeah. So, um, what tools or tech has helped you stay motivated? Simple. I mean, I go back to the whiteboards. Outbound whiteboard, inbound whiteboard. That is highly motivating for me. So and your vision board. And my vision board for sure. I don't. I don't look at that as often. But I think you. You know, doing it one time, it, it ingrains it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I think all those things. Writing, you know, writing my goals every morning, every evening, in the present tense. Um, it's not just some hokey pokey stuff, man. It's it's science. It's 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 mechanics. There's 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 life has mechanics. It has laws. It has ways. And so you have to abide by these things, right? If you, if you write down your goals every morning and every evening, um, at least you're, you're halfway conscious of it a few times a day, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a better shot at seeing the opportunities that are going to help you achieve those goals that po- when they, whenever they do pop up in your life. So just you know, keeping it simple, stay focused, have goals, make sure the goals are clear, have whiteboards. Outbound, inbound, one's activity, one's rewards, track them, you know, tracking your numbers on a daily basis can really, really instill a lot of motivation. Um, and just be in love with the the aspect of growth and expansion. That in itself will help you be motivated because, you know, if, if you come down to a situation where like, oh, do I want to make these calls? Boom, I'm motivated by expansion. I got to make them. Mm-hmm. Expansion. It's all. For, I just love expansion, growth. It's all. It's, that's really what motivates me. And then I do other things. I do these things because they mimic expansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I would say that my favorite tools or tech that I use would be um, my podcast app, like my Apple. I just have an iPhone, so you know. What I love about that is you can play your podcast like it's music in your car. So when you're driving, I, I listen to it a lot when I go on long trips. Um, I'll, you know, just put it on like it's music. And then or, you know, at the gym, a lot of times I listen to music, but sometimes I do listen to 
um, podcasts that I'm really interested in, right. you know, um, or or the YouTube. You know, you have to upgrade now. I think if you um, want to watch their videos, I upgrade w- without having I the upgrade. Wi-Fi uh, close by. So um, ninety nine. <laughs> did you? Well, here, and here's a great thing. I'm, I'm going to plug YouTube for whatever reason. They don't pay me. But on YouTube, I got the, the upgrade where I can turn my, I can click my phone off, my screen off, and it still plays it. Yeah, that's what I was, I that's, was so annoyed that's about. That's very exciting. But didn't they change that recently? I still got it. Got they the used to not have that. And upgraded versions. Yeah, you need to have that. Yo, it's, it's Otherwise, because YouTube, it's, where you have to keep it open, sucks. Yes. It's, you can't work what if out like that. You just want to listen to yeah, something. I know. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad they upgraded that. $11.99 a month. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow, well, it was great chatting about motivation. Yes. Um, I think that, you know, you know, I don't think we look at successful people and I think. You know, sometimes we think that, okay, you know, they're special. They just had it handed to them on a silver platter or whatever. But success does not happen overnight. You know, it really doesn't. And so thinking about how do they stay motivated, you know, I think really boils down to staying committed, you know, to their goals, knowing their goals, they have clarity. They're like, okay, I have a path and that's the target. Right. You know, I'm going to head down that path. I'm going to check off this list on the way. I'm going to enjoy it along the way because that's what life's about is enjoying the journey. Right. And then once I hit that goal, let me set another one. You know, Um, I learned that when I got my broker's license because I'd wanted it for so long you know, I, I started my real estate career um, in 1999. I was a baby, you know, and but I knew back then that one day I was going to be a broker. Right. You know, I didn't achieve that goal until 2015. But I mean, once when I finally got that goal, you know, you think, OK, I have it all now. I got it. You know, I did it. But if you don't have another goal set you kind of feel like, what's the point of, like, what am I doing now? Right, you know? right. Yeah, you got to keep, so keep setting new you goals. You got to always have a new goal set, you know, for for yourself. And that doesn't mean that, you know, being a broker, opening your own brokerage is the, is the end-all, be-all, or, or it shouldn't be. It's maybe about setting goals for your team. Right. You know, or setting goals for expanding yes. your brokerage or setting goals for, you know, just increasing your productivity. Um, you know, in my case, I set a goal for opening a design and build company, you know, because I felt like it would kind of correlate with my brokerage and our brand, you know. So um, anyways, I just feel like, you know, the key to staying motivated is always to be clear about where you want to go and yeah. then actually committing to it, you know, and then finding that time every single day to do something a little more to reach that goal. Right. You know, I agree. So, well, it was great. Um, we're going to 
look forward to your comments. If you follow us on Facebook, it's Real Estate Power Talk. Click, share, like, spread (laughs) the good news, man. Help us out, please. Next week, we're going to be talking about goal setting. My favorite. I love setting goals. (laughs) 